0: Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to Wuh-Oh Records Podcast. I don't know which one, and I'm, I don't know, we're here with very special guests, who I will introduce in a second. I first have to apologize for the delay, but uh, the rider strike really held us up. But now that that's all gone away, we are back in business. So without further ado, um, I've got four gentlemen from Columbus, Ohio, to my back, and they are Tin Armor. Say hello, boys. Hello, hello America Hi.
1: <laughs> and world. It's not
0: so much America. No one really listens to these things. You guys have just done a brand spanking new EP on w- O oh Records, which I'm very excited about. Are you guys similarly excited? <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: in, in fact, I, we are excited. I think. Okay. I think. I think. As far
3: as I can tell, it's not always easy to tell. But as far as I can tell, we're real excited about it.
0: Uh, why don't you guys actually introduce yourselves and be prolific in mats? Want to start with Matt? Yes. Yeah.
3: Go ahead, Matt.
2: Me? Uh, um, My name's Matt Umland. I'm a guitar player and a singer in the band.
3: Uh, My name's John Umland. I am not named Matt, and I play guitar, and I also sing in Tin Armor.
2: My name is Matt Colately. I play
3: bass in Tin Armor.
1: Hello, uh, I'm Matt O'Conkey. I play drums in Tin Armor.
0: Let's actually go to one of these new songs off the 7-inch, and then from there, um, we'll start in with some questions. What do you guys want to hear?
3: How about Roof and the
0: Rod? Roof and the rod, you got it.
2: I think that would be a good one.
0: Oh yeah. So you guys just did a pink out session for uh, ifyoumakeit.com. dot mm-hmm. com. How did that go?
3: It was really fun, actually. It yeah, was, uh, you know, it just it's kind of just we just kind of hung out, and uh, you know, it's really cool. Dave, the guy that does it, is a really neat guy.
2: Yeah, we've known Dave's. In, he's in a couple bands that we know, and he's a sweet dude who we've known for a while. So it was it was really fun to come up and, and hang out and do stuff. He he did throw a raisin at me <laughs> um, during the, the filming, which which you can't see. Um, but I, it, it did happen. Uh, I threw a
0: cashew in me.
2: Yeah. Which it, John ate.
0: Yes, I. that is in the video. As yeah. you say, it, the couch has produced a nut. It yielded, y- a, yielded a nut. <laughs> yielded <laughs> it a nut. I apologize. And uh,
1: We and then, also uh, happened to set the fire alarm, the uh, smoke detector off Yeah, it, during one of the uh, attempts.
3: That was pretty funny. Uh, since we've been to New York, uh, we've been smoking a lot of stogies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we accidentally sent off the fire alarm, which um, was pretty funny.
0: Now, for the mats who weren't part of that awesome video, how did you? what were you guys doing at that time? You guys were setting <laughs> off the smoke alarm? Um, that makes a lot of sense. I should throwing,
2: They, they were throwing at things us, at
0: us. Making
3: faces.
2: <laughs> we had a lot of plans to do more interesting, like trying to do something like kind of weird. When we, and we, did that, we decided what we ended up doing was just staring. Mm-hmm. We decided to do the thing where we both just stared straight forward the whole time. <laughs> But we were gonna do like we were gonna have like other members of the band draw a picture oh, while we were funny. playing, or make maybe another idea was have one person make a sandwich like for everybody <laughs> that was, and then like when, when it was done, we'd all eat the sandwich.
3: But after uh, you know nine and a half hours in the car, <laughs> you know we decided we were just gonna we we're just gonna lay it down. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: well, I actually really liked it. I think that keyboard part is uh, it's sweet. It's not what I expected when I saw the keyboard come out. At first, I thought you were just gonna have like a drum beat to it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a, a nice nice touch like, Yeah, we was, you know. let's go actually to another question then we'll go to some music why don't you guys talk to me about the previous bands you were in i mean i know the the two mats who are not the singer matt uh from the murkers and then you guys were also in yikes is that correct
1: yeah we don't really talk about yikes though yeah <laughs> no we do but uh yeah yikes is just a band we uh playing for fun When you know there's no bands to play like a show i mean mm-hmm. some bands we just play for our friends usually
0: what about the Merkers, who recently did a, hopefully not just a one-off for that Berea Fest?
1: Well, we aren't playing Berea Fest.
0: You guys didn't no. play Berea Fest? Or what was it? Was it not Berea Fest? Oh, was no, it I'm, just sorry, the... I'm sorry, I'm
1: no, sorry. Oh, yeah, we just played like a reunion show in December with like a right. bunch of local bands from Cleveland that used to always play together that are currently no longer bands.
0: Ah, so that was just a, a sad, sad yeah, one-off? Yeah, it was like
1: a one-time, uh, one-time event.
0: Well, I really recommend everyone check out the Merkers, and I don't know Yikes well enough to say... If you guys should check them out, but maybe you should. <laughs> it's good.
1: Yeah, check it out, you know? I think I think you should definitely check it out. It is. It's really good.
3: I can say that because I'm not in the band. You
1: can only check it out if you know one of us. It's like not on the internet anywhere.
3: Oh. But okay. if you, you know, send an email. I'm sure send an I email. Bet these guys could be coerced into sending send out email. CDs. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, now not for John and the
0: other Matt, not from the Merkers and or Yikes. Uh, is this your guys' first band or?
3: No. no? Uh, we do a little thing. Also, sort of like just in Columbus, called The Smoke of Signals, which Mm -hmm. is just Matt and I. Mm -hmm. Um, But that we were sort of doing that. We've lived in different cities for like the past uh, three or four years, so we wanted to do that. It was just like a little side thing. Yeah. I was in a band uh, out of Dayton called Queen Mob, which also is really, you can't really hear anywhere. But once again, I mean, if you want a CD, just let me know.
2: And John, John and I, um, who are brothers if that wasn't obvious by the names um we've we've been doing music with a friend of ours named mark since we were in like elementary school okay so in high school we we didn't really like we weren't in too many bands we just did a lot of recording the three of us and we weren't really ever in functional bands until like the latter part of my high school years Mm -hmm. and we were in a band called pixels together for a while which was fun
0: and i don't know what else Well, it's kind of interesting, and I'm glad that my research showed up none of these things, and (laughs) as a result, some people will be fired. But (laughs) um, I was going to go into your songwriting, because I thought that Tin Armor was your first real endeavor, and how, uh, for lack of a better word, mature the songs are, and how well put together they are from a cross-band point of view, but we'll get to that in another question. Okay. So... Uh, do you guys want to hear yourselves again off the full length or would you like to go to I don't know the Merkers perchance
1: we do that or we go to uh, yeah Annabelle
0: okay we can go to Annabelle who you guys are currently on tour with with. they're very very awesome so this is uh, Annabelle with Bouquet Minds That you guys did before the 7-inch was on 1% Press. How did you guys get hooked up with them?
2: Uh, we met Steven. We actually, uh, the first time we went on tour was with Delay, who is from Columbus mm-hmm. uh, as well. And I'm not sure, I think they may have got his contact from Lemuria or something, but we, he booked a show for us in Atlanta and then we, we hung out with him that day, and then we saw him around periodically, and then he, and he happens to be the person that is in 1% Press with uh, another guy named JP. So we just got to know him, and after you know, seeing him a couple times around, he said he wanted to put a record out. So it was pretty simple. And those guys, correct me if I'm wrong, they hooked you up with NPR,
0: right, for Open Mic?
2: Um, I'm not sure how that happened, actually. One day, and I, I don't, I don't think, I don't... They never
3: told us if they did. They didn't tell us it, that. It's possible
2: that, well, I mean, Stephen did various press things, and he did a few things that were, like, specifically online distribution stuff, mm-hmm. and I think that that, was noticed i by by i think maybe that was where npr got heard of us i'm not sure but one day npr just sent us an email it was just some person at npr sent us an email wow. asking if we if if yeah, if, yeah if, if they wanted to do uh if we want to do that and i it's not called open mic anymore it's called something different now yeah they just changed um, and i can't it's called i think it's called like second stage or something like that but well, yeah
0: do you guys still have that clip up on your myspace
2: yeah yeah that you can still and if you go to npr yeah you can, you can, you can just search like search tin armor yeah. and that's find uh, it.
0: that's where i found it too and i thought it was an awesome little thing and i'd tip my hat to one percent if they did get it for you if they didn't it's still cool too uh let's actually play my true step off the debut album and then we'll come back with some more questions
4: One half years you think that I'd grow up, but what have I become? I'm 21 and still afraid of love. I didn't talk about it much. I didn't talk about it at all. I have been that's what I did. And I guess that's what I get for
0: So these will be the the boring generic questions that everyone always asks before we get to the influences question. Why don't we talk about John, who is not a Matt joining Tin Armor?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I um I wanted to you know be in a band with Matt, my brother. You know, we've like you know growing up we played music together constantly. It's sort of all that we did. Mm-hmm. And so you know, then when Matt moved to Columbus and I was stuck in Dayton, you know, we uh, always talked about being in a band together. And then you know, Tin Armor formed up, and they're awesome. And I don't know, we just kind of talked about it and you know the other two Matt, seemed not to hate the idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean at, at first
1: I was a little like weird weird about it I guess, but uh I think it definitely gives us more confidence as a band with a second guitar player.
2: So. We can just do and we can just do so much more. There's, like, so much that we can now do that we just we just wouldn't be able to do live or, I mean, really otherwise. Because I feel like it just allows us to have broader, more interesting parts. Well, in I songs. thought you
0: guys were pretty awesome as a three-piece the couple uh, times you, that you. I saw you. And last night I was really blown away from a pretty shitty PA system <laughs> at a club. That <laughs> the four-piece and everyone that I spoke to was just floored. Absolutely floored. Great. So I think it's a welcomed addition despite the fact that there's... Now just a seventy-five percent mat rate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not one hundred. I know that was the,
3: that was the, that was the trouble. You know, I felt, I felt a little bad. I was kind of scared that I was killing something, you know, really killing something beautiful. But
0: <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think it worked out. Uh, so back to the generic
3: questions. Why don't we talk about the influences?
2: Let's um, yeah, influences.
3: I don't know. I think they differ probably a fair amount for each of us. I don't know if we, I don't know how much we share, like totally. Um. We all have bands that we like, yeah. Collectively, right. yeah. The Smiths a lot. I love The Smiths. Matt and I, know Matt and I, listened to a lot of Smiths growing up. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the the band that I was in before this, we like were super power poppy, mm-hmm. and so I listened to a whole lot of that. Like, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example. Best examples there. The Knack. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, Stiv Bader's and the Dead yeah, Boys. Yeah, This is a lot of Stiv Uh So let's go to
0: Pat Doll and the Media Whores, who are from Columbus, Ohio. I don't know if you guys know or remember them from I don't know about ten years ago. Uh, it predates me. Yeah the the song is called Yeah Yeah Yeah, and Pat used to run a label called Breakup Records. I don't know if you guys know that one, but I definitely recommend. I will actually burn you a copy of their album because it's one of the best power pop records I've ever heard. So Pat Doll and the Media Whores, Yeah Yeah Yeah.
5: Fox busted down, so I broke his <laughs> jaw. I threw my money down on the bar.
4: Set him up, I set him. Phone. I call my girl. Maybe we'll take a trip around the world Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like you, the Was the perfect
5: thing for us to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that we don't always get along, but what she does is fine by me, right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't care if we got no friends or if we're never seen together again. Gonna stay up late all night. Whatever happens, we'll be alright with me.
0: Something that actually has really impressed me right off the bat with you guys is how everyone adds their parts but doesn't overplay and how the chords and everything, especially the lyrics and just the, the melodies, they all come together. Everyone adds their own part collectively with no one trying to take center stage, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you guys arrange the songs? Is it, Matt, do you just come up with the chords and everything and say, hey guys, this is how it's going to be or is it a little more organic?
2: Well, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty bad at... Like actually writing mm-hmm. with other people um even john who we, we both work together all the time so it, it, when i when i when i do write things I, I will write them by myself before i show them to anybody for the most part until i feel like they're they're somewhat complete but at that point is kind of when everybody else puts like you said just kind of puts their own their own thing in and i think most everybody writes their own parts i mean we, we do ha- we suggest parts for each other and occasionally you know somebody will have a a specific idea for a specific part. Mm -hmm. But so I guess I'd say that the, the, the first half of the process, the writing part happens usually like when I'm writing any, when I'm the one who's doing the writing by myself and then we finish it pretty organically.
3: It seems like too a lot of times the way it'll work is, you know, like Matt will come up with a song or, you know, somebody will come forward with a song and we'll start working on it. And then we'll sort of collectively come up with like the feel of the song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it'll, the, you know, as we all sort of put in our, our two cents, we all sort of decide we sort of land on a spot together. So it definitely starts one place. It, it sort of always ends up in another place yeah, that like, once we've all four stuck our fingers in the pie. Right. Like I feel like <laughs> a, very rarely there's like a song, like the final version of the song. It's like nowhere
1: close to like the original time Matt like presented it to us.
2: Yeah, which I think is awesome because there's times when I will have a really specific idea. Not that I like, I'll I'll, I'll 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 hear more of the song than I actually wrote in my head, you know, mm-hmm. and the end of ending part will not will be very different from that, which is in many ways far better for me because it's something that I didn't expect.
3: Yeah, I know. on, like problems for my pleasures, which is on our new seven inch mm-hmm. out now on Moho well Records. <laughs> you guys, uh, you
0: guys got the memo about the plugs. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah,
3: of course. Um, but I know like that that you were saying that totally it, different. It, like it started oh, one yeah. way. That, that's Completely a good example different. of it. Just. I and, hated that song, man. I <laughs> <You know, and, laughs> hated that song. <laughs> no, and honestly, like... But now, now it's like your oh, favorite. Oh, yeah, Matt, love I love it. now. Yeah, Matt's always just starts playing it. We're playing live shows, and all of a sudden, we hear the click, and for Me Pleasures will begin. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> no, it's great. No, it's <laughs> awesome. It's,
2: it's awesome because that's a good example of a song that I think, if we would have done it the way that I, that I heard it initially, it would not have been nearly as good. I think that it, it came together so much better.
3: So basically, we save Matt all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she writes these songs that are good, but has all these shitty, you know, shitty ideas for him, and we have to save him.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna save you guys from killing each other, possibly <laughs> after that comment. And um, no, it's all right. Let's do uh, the Murkers with "Thank You" all and right. uh, yeah. "Delay" with "Phone Sick." Ooh, nice. <laughs> some of these interns so because of the website's a little confusing and you guys are on the mat and i'm sure you get that a lot uh is anyone on this couch upset about the death of gary gygax
3: oh
2: my goodness yeah terribly upset well i mean sort of well it's just saying mean, not it, it was an untimely death mm-hmm. right it was an untimely death but um i mean i didn't know gary gygax personally i just happened to um really enjoy the game that he created, mm-hmm. and and so I I mean you know yeah it was a little upsetting but in uh, Matt Matt Umland and I we play a weekly game
3: of, of Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons and, Dragons, and we had a about. we had
2: a memorial game Oh uh, when he died yeah we, we we play sort of a classic a classic um dungeon crawl in honor you know we, we sort of <laughs> interrupted our standard campaign to play a really classic dungeon crawl in honor of of, uh, of Mr Gygax. here's the thing Dungeons and
3: Dragons is very awesome mm-hmm. uh, and, and <laughs> very fun. And uh and he invented it. So yeah, you know, it was a bummer. Yeah. Oh, I saw
0: man. I saw some like cartoon where it was like uh his tombstone, which was fake and mm-hmm. it, it the, the epitaph said I roll twenties. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. There's cute. There's, 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 been there's been a lot of oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rolling in his grave. Yeah, rolling yeah. in his grave is one I've seen. Yeah. He was
3: like sixty nine or something. Yeah, yeah something so I mean like that. It was it was just a little you know a
2: little a plus little he was little. he was a pretty cool dude I mean I didn't again I didn't know him personally but you know you'd see him around um, go to like yeah like conventions, you know, conventions and, and or or you, you. I see a lot of, you know a lot of videos of him at conventions and he's just a you know a happy dude and he said that it said I read a, an, um, an article about it about his death and so it said something about how uh, regularly there'd be like people that would just stop by his house and he'd like oh come on in and you know he his wife would make them cookies and they'd hang out <laughs> so that, you know I can appreciate someone just a, who's just kind of a nice nice guy yeah.
0: Agreed. So, um, let us go to the sidekicks, and the song is called Chips Bring a Party Down.
4: yeah. I kept the light on So I can see when the rain came Said all my times There's no chance for forgetting I got my alarm to wake me up Let my calendar send me up But I was honestly upset When I saw that was coming out today
0: Now that you've given it away that you're gonna awkwardly answer it we're we're lying to our public that you guys don't know the questions before i uh, ask them
3: which, we really, we really which usually
0: is not the case i don't give out the the questions
3: yeah i was gonna ask you on the on page four <laughs> uh i'm not sure if i'm comfortable saying
0: that on, well, on record the problem is you, the comma wasn't there Oh and once you put it. that in it makes it a yeah, lot that's less true. a lot less foul. It's, ama- yeah. it's amazing yeah.
2: what a comic yeah. can do what? A lot <laughs> less foul. I just
3: wasn't sure I wanted to say the word jang on the air, man. <laughs> Listen, this is this is gonna be on the internet, it's gonna exist forever, you know? Yeah. Um
0: so Matt, you were our sorta are uh, in Ghost Town Trio. Is that a falsehood?
1: Uh that is a falsehood. Um well I was for a few months when they went on, they had a tour booked and their drummer quit right before so uh, I uh jumped in their van and went on tour with them for a few months then uh they and Andy was living in Columbus for a short time so uh that kind of made it easy but then they moved to Oberlin and I didn't really want to commute 2 hours for practice so no, they it. found a kid named Ryan from the band ADHD which is a local Cleveland Sky band mm-hmm. to uh play drums and it seemed to work out pretty pretty well you guys seem to have been a little all over the place, like the other Matt. You
0: were in New York for a few months. How do you guys handle those kind of conflicts?
2: Well, I'm...
3: No, I think Maddie. <laughs> you can feel uh, it. You're the one in New York. I don't know. It was just I it guess was you were like here. three months. Ago. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, like... Um... Well, also, that was right when I joined the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually worked out really well. So, we sort of... Young. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. I took that... We took that time, like, um, we got together a few times, and I just learned a lot of songs. And you know, like wrote parts and stuff to try to fit into the songs. So you know, it was it was kind of good actually because it sort of gave us some time to grandfather me into the system a little bit. Yeah, and I and I feel like term can you say that grandfather me in? Yeah, you can say that. I'll the comma. I'll
2: be honest. I don't really I don't really think that that um, is the proper usage of the term grandfather me in. (laughs) Um, But uh,
3: can we retake that? (laughs) Yeah,
2: but um, I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes people go out of town and do stuff. Honestly, I've I have never felt in any way that it was like a a conflict to the degree that it needed to be. Because I mean, sometimes I
3: think we're all on the same page. really yeah. Well, I think we all at this point feel like you know we we all want to do this and we're we're doing it. But you know, we all definitely understand. Have, yeah, we have all have mm-hmm. you yeah. know, lives and things like that.
2: Yeah, and we all. I mean, when I say we we we're pretty good at getting like pretty good at you know getting together and practicing and getting shit done. Yeah, you know, I think we, I think we get shit done pretty well.
0: You guys got shit done for this record pretty quick, I gotta say. So I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad I, you brought that yeah, up. It was like, yo, this
1: it took us like six months. <laughs> it took, us it took, us, took us a long time, but hey, uh,
2: <laughs> on our end anyway, we were like, I, I kept feeling like every week we weren't. I mean, like it was so. But I'm a bit of a stress Actually, ball.
3: It's kind of wild how it happened. You were talking about uh, Ghost Town Trio earlier, and mm-hmm. Andy Cook, the guy in there, he's the guy that recorded it with us. And, right. Uh, first of all, Andy's awesome. And he's so
2: awesome. I can't believe like he was like staying up. We recorded it at this really fancy studio that he works at called Annie Up. Mm-hmm. And we record in the middle of the night for at like discount rates, you know. Right. And Andy recorded us.
3: He'd pull like you know sixteen, eighteen hour days. Seriously. And you know, he and was we awesome. and, and
2: like, like he never because generally we, we we you know we'd rent the studio for uh, the discount rate, and then you'd still pay your engineer. Right. But Andy didn't. He like wouldn't. Like, he I mean he like he, he first off he got us. Money. He wouldn't take any money. He got us really cheap rates, and at the exact same time that he's recording us in the middle of the night. He's also recording delay in the middle of the night.
0: Oh wow! And yeah, like man, it was, it was cool. all the while, all the while,
2: like being in a band, working a job, planning a tour, and get, doing all this to, seriously busting his ass to get it done, just because you know he's a friend of ours. It was and awesome. And
3: plus, man, it it sounds like the way he really helped us a lot, man. It it sounds great, and uh, you know, it was awesome. He's a really cool dude, and we definitely got to thank him for for helping yeah. us out with that. And it was just really fun too. He's a really fun dude to work with.
2: Yeah, he's a cool guy. But I, but all those things, like you know. It, it, it's weird recording two hours out of out of town and having to organize the time to get up there and all that stuff. But even with our you know somewhat varied schedules, I think we we, we don't don't usually have problems with getting together and getting things set up. We you know.
0: On that note, let's uh go to the Ghost Town Trio. Yeah.
2: yeah.
5: So close. Not enough to make the evening after I dress I build my confidence Just wish you would grow up faster I thought you to be almost everything I want Yeah, I thought you were, but you're not And I pray to your beauty I wash up on your floor in the morning Just as you pick me up when I'm drowning I thought you'd be almost everything I want Yeah, I thought you were, but you're not You were, but you're not
0: So here's a silly question. You guys were Tin Armor, but now you're Tin Armor.
2: Oh, yeah. The U,
0: Right? The you. The you uh, threw me for a loop you. the first time I saw you guys. The greatest, greatest like, controversy of our career thus far. <laughs> uh, what brought it on, the, the you, and what made it go away?
2: In all honesty, what brought it on was my older brother, Charlie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think just in the. When we first started we just kind of discussed. I think we, did we make it a U from the beginning?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it was like kind of, we were just like, Yeah, do we want the U or no? Uh, yeah, we were kind it.
2: of, yeah, we, exactly, we kind of vacillated back and forth a lot. And then we, um, but then we recorded like this demo. It was the first thing we ever recorded and it had some artwork on it that my brother, my older brother, Charlie, did, who also did the artwork um, with another guy for the 7-inch, which is cool. But uh, he kind of was like, do we want a U? Do we don't want a U? Do we not want a U? And he just put the U on thinking that that's what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. which at the time we didn't really care. care. So then we went with the U, and then, seriously, the first time we went on tour, like nobody pronounced our name right. They all <laughs> said Tin Amor or something, which is insane, but true. I guess the U just really threw people. Not that it really mattered. Kind of like that apostrophe or whatever. Yeah, yeah that, the that, comma. that apostrophe, the, the comma. comma the yeah, yeah, yeah comma. you know,
3: it's just... Uh you know, I think uh, I don't know. I guess I guess you guys kind of sold out a little bit. Oh, I know, guess you just, you I know? guess
2: I guess that's a good point. I
3: know at the time you guys were talking all about major labels and like you know, well, know, were like, we were
2: we were, we were contacted by uh, by Sony and they said they, they told us that if we dropped, dropped the, that if we dropped the U that we would be what, what they said quote Which is why you can quote never the next big thing. Big was like in all caps. So we figured that we'd go with it and drop it the U. Which is weird. You would assume
0: that if they didn't like the U, they would know to use proper punctuation and not all in caps, but...
2: Ironic. Yeah. And yet. And yet. But anyway, so we we dropped the U. Um, we dropped the U when we put the full length out, and then all of a sudden it was like... Where'd it go? Where'd the U go? And like, we can, with the, I don't know. There was like... We, we saw a petition um, signed by three people
3: <laughs> to, bring no, this is to bring the U back. I, remember, I, I was... Uh... I was like trying to see. I was trying to read reviews of the record, and I was searching Tin Armor, and I found this thing. And I was like, Matt, do I you don't know... know about this? Yeah, you I didn't know about this. I just showed it to Mummy, and I was like, Man, have you seen this? pop punk board. It's on the pop punk yeah. board. I was like, it's Have you seen days. this? And he was like, No, I have no idea. What is <laughs> what is <laughs> this?
2: Yeah, it, it was on, it was like petition which I guess is a place that you can go to set up petitions. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we, we
2: totally lost three. Three fans. Yeah. yeah, apparently. I'm sorry. I, in the, the the little petition said something like, used to have a really creative name, but without the U, it's like, I don't know. No, you're not not special. Not special? Is that, is <laughs> actually, I think it may have said that exactly, which is really... <laughs> not what? Without the U, it's not special. Okay, it's we're going to have to
0: be kind to the Pop Punk message board because they are the three people who actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, know no, know I, understand, I understand. I understand. This, 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 isn't, this so, is not...
2: Uh, it's more confusing it's than... <laughs> I believe it was probably it was, Christian.
3: Uh, I think a, we know for a fact that it was.
0: But um, Some people have too much free time on their hands, and I'm going to
2: leave it at that. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But, so, yeah, I think we just decided to go with the uh, not you for simplicity's sake and for that huge, huge yeah, check, check that we, we got simplicity. from Sony. Which we oh, that heard. explains your tour bus. The 500, bucks. Took the <laughs> 500, 500 bucks. 500
3: bucks. 500 dollars, man. We ate so many tacos.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> it was crazy. 500 tacos. I'm
3: still
0: sick. So here's yet another Ohio band that's kind of been a theme. Uh, Team Stray with Out of My League, and then a non Ohio band, uh, Full of Fancy, with 30 Days. So, I kind of feel that the lyrics are pretty heartfelt and more personal than most other bands. Do you guys agree, disagree, take the physical challenge, and with that, do you think that that uh, distances the audience or do you think that brings people closer hmm. to seasonal lifeline <laughs> yeah.
2: i i would I would agree that they're fairly personal I and mean, they feel personal to me, but I also wrote them
4: hmm
2: and I'd say that they're I'd say that they're they're quite personal there's a few songs that are not specifically about like specific people um but most everything else is all very specific i think people i think it i think it brings people closer
3: only because i mean i know um a lot of the music i think we listen to not all but a lot of you listen to is very personal Like for example we're talking about the smiths and Mm -hmm. i you know i don't know how personal how real all that stuff is per se but it feels very personal Mm -hmm. actually i mean this is sort of a, a i don't know if this is fair but i know like listen to a lot of hip-hop music mm-hmm. and one thing that i always found was awesome about hip-hop music was it's all about the rapper's life i mean and, and a lot of it i guess is sort of pomp and, and circumstances a lot of show but like some of the greatest hip-hop music is really just about their lives and you sort of get to hear their narrative and i always thought that was cool and that's something that i've always loved in especially in like rock bands when you sort of feel like you it's also something that their i think story a little bit i think it's something
2: that doesn't happen as much in rock music because yeah, i mean the whole agreed. the whole thing about hip-hop and this again i mean this is my own interpretation as far of it, as
3: we as, as much as we understand is,
2: it. is about building that narrative of who of who you are and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the person that you actually are but in a, i think i think a lot of times it's the person that that you're the character that you're building for to more be, of
3: a persona more
2: of a persona it it's yeah and i think a lot of it is is sort of a character
3: but i always see i always thought that was fun i always like that I, yeah. I like you know it's kind of cool to know about even if it's mm-hmm. fake just to know yeah. about the musician you yeah know? and i always thought that was cool so i, I like the fact that it's yeah and about, i feel like it's you know, Matt's life or our lives yeah and
2: I think that I mean and, and granted I, I mean it's not it, it's all personal It's all; it all feels very personal to me but it doesn't mean it's like true to fact mm-hmm. you know what I mean I mean a lot of it is pretty
0: well it's filtered through your experience it is, so... it, is. Right. it is and, and then I... at the same time you still have to convey that emotion into song mm-hmm. and even if it's not dead on exactly what you're feeling it's going to be close enough Yeah. I think you want that to be, come across to the audience
2: yeah absolutely and I do feel like and this is a bit more general but as far as bringing people closer or alienated, pe- alienating people. Something that's sort of an interesting phenomenon about um, artistic endeavors and the way that we, in our society currently, perceive those artistic endeavors. So much of it is um, the artist, mm-hmm. which is uh, go go back going back to hip hop. One reason why people get so uptight about it because they adre- they, they have to associate a, a specific artist and a specific person with that. They they find it to be like upsetting because some you know some of the things that hip hop talks about isn't like super fun. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right, but I feel like it's like you talk about movies, and you always just have to refer to this director and the artistic vision of this director. You talk about books, and you always have to talk about the uh, this specific author and the way that this specific author actually is. I know that's something that I always do is when I'm when I watch a movie by someone, or even when I listen to a band, I'll like try and like you go to the Wikipedia or whatever and you learn about their their lives, mm-hmm. and you, you you sit down and you think to yourself, well, this this song is this or this scene is this or this character from this book and that's probably there that's probably there the the school teacher who they had when they were a kid and they you right. build you build this big narrative out of this person that's just some person that wrote a song or just a person that's in a movie or whatever i find it to be really engrossing to have that sort of narrative to grab onto artist or whatever to kind of like try and
0: well i think that's you know, fairly normal and i think it's part yeah. of human nature where you want to f- Feel a type of connection or a deeper uh, sympathy, I guess, mm-hmm. to to the people that you look up to or that you admire, that you like. Yeah. So I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think a lot of people do that and almost try to put themselves in that artist's shoes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think that's actually a lot of what hip hop is built off of, from that commercialization of you know, guns and huge houses and cars because if you don't have enough money that that's something you'd really be after. So to continue this NPR-like diatribe (laughs) or conversation, I should say, Uh uh, what's more important, guys? Uh, Interpretation or artist's intent?
2: Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to go with interpretation. I'm gonna go. In, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go with interpretation. You
3: be, you a good NPR. NPR breathing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with artist. Artist intent is obviously important, but I mean, when it comes down to it, interpretation. It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta it's, be interpretation. I think it's
3: gotta be interpretation. I mean, it's fun to learn about what they were thinking, you know, and it it could definitely make it. You know, you could be like, oh yeah, now I get it. Um, but, but that's.
2: But at the end of the day, even that What's is your you, own what interpretation you of it. put out there,
3: it's anybody can do with it, whatever they want.
2: I mean, how often do you actually get right? Right. The art, the, the artist art side of things, and and even if you do, how often is it actually? I mean, I've written songs before that didn't seem like they were they had much substance until I until years later when I've listened to them again or like been been disassociated from them to some degree and think to myself, wow, there was more going on in that song than I thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like I had, I mean, that my the intent didn't even exist at that point. It all this all comes from me like reevaluating something
0: I so, think that's fair
2: you know what I mean so even when you have that like oh I'm pretty sure this is what the artist's intent I mean that still is just it always boils down to your own personal interpretation of it I
0: disagree a hundred percent I think it's all about artist' intent not really saying that you shouldn't take away from uh, interpretation and what you can get out of it doesn't make it less uh, accurate or meaningless mm-hmm. it's just as important but um, I feel that if this is what I thought and the artist tells me it's the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite But that's yeah. just me No I, see, I guess gonna, actually, well, No yeah Also
3: And when I think about it too I don't know if Maybe this is Sort of dodging the question But I don't know If you can really say That it's one or the other Across the board You know mm-hmm. I almost feel like it, it sort of depends Who you're talking about You know what I mean Right Like sort of I like feel like yeah. Certain matter. artists are like Just certain artists Never Will never tell you what you know, Oh that's fair You know what I mean And it's like At that point Then You know I don't know
0: but I, th- I think you bring up a good point, Matt, about you know doing things that you weren't even aware of and then coming back to them later and saying, yeah, look at that. Maybe it was subconscious. Maybe it just happened mm-hmm. organically. But there it is, and it's not something you even picked up on. Now that everyone who's listening to this is fast asleep, <laughs> let's uh, play the Dopamines and Queen Mob back-to-back.
4: You want Say da, da da dance with me, so tell the boys what you want, say da da, da dance with me, so <laughs> So tell the boys that you want, say da 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 dance with me, so tell the boys that you want, say da 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 dance with me.
0: So IMDb down. that fact. Uh, as always, com. You guys can do myspace.com slash tinarmor or tinarmor.com.
1: Or uh, midwestrock.org. That's another good
0: one. Questions, comments, <laughs> concerns, wo oh at Gmail. And uh, catch you guys on the flip side. Uh, do you guys want to party hard back there or anything? Oh, oh party. Hard. I
3: think we're gonna go get some pie. You're yeah, gonna do a yeah, pie. I think we are we are going to go, we're get, gonna it. go get a pie after the podcast, it's piecast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, I think maybe I'll join you guys. And we are